Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Uh, this is uh, End Times Friday here in June. We're uh, good morning. He- heading into uh, uh, the second week of June, June 10th, and uh, talking about the end times. And uh, we'll be sharing, um, uh, if you're listening to this, uh, tune in on the, uh, I think it's the 15th uh, next, that we'll, you and I will share a little bit more about our updates, because uh, we, we actually have taped ahead because we, we've been gone the last couple of weeks you've been uh, right work, yeah work. we've got we've had what two or three weeks of some other other stuff yeah. going on we had our leader on. leader retreat in croatia and i'll share amazing god stories about that just uh, how god worked and it's really remarkable and it's really it illustrates by the way the essence of uh, uh the heart for abiding the desire for abiding mm-hmm. and the uh people that we connected with that had never heard this before that, that mm. responded to it. So I'll be able to, be able oh, to share, share about that. We had a great retreat, though, in beautiful uh, Croatia. And I know you've been uh, going through a series of uh, activities for a week. We, I did go to Joshua's graduation, by the way. Oh, uh, good, yes. And that was fun. And uh, he's he's out of school getting ready to go to Baylor. And your daughter, is she finished now or done? Or? Um, she's done with classes, but they are in what's called senior week right now. So going to Six Flags one day today is caps and get they get their caps and gowns and have a senior slideshow. And they've had picnics and swim days and service days at their elementary school. But really, they kind of play this whole week. Yeah. And yeah. then graduation is on Saturday. Again, we're taping this. Um, actually, when this airs, graduation will be tomorrow <laughs> so uh, yeah lots of fun stuff going on this week though lots of um, teary moments for for mom <laughs> um, but it's an exciting time for sure and then she's got college orientation next week so you know one thing one thing ends the other begins just as quickly hmm. but lots of good stuff going on and I know you know we'll share next time we record uh, updates from your Croatia trip and then from things that went on um, with on our end during those few weeks. Lots of neat updates from God, the things that he did. So a lot of cool, a lot of cool stories, lots of God stories to tell. So yeah, we're, um, uh, you know, we're talking about the end times. Last last time we finished discussing about the churches uh, that Christ spoke to, the seven churches, the different Mm -hmm. uh, scenarios where he said, basically, this represents a lot of the variety of where the church is at, um, uh, actually the complete uh, place. And uh, remember the original intention, as you look at the church uh, after Pentecost, you know, mm-hmm. when Peter, Peter preached and 3,000 came, they then started gathering in, in, essence, in essence what would be considered home churches. Uh, right. They would gather together and be sharing the truth of uh, the experience with Christ 
during his time and his explanation and, and how that, you know, the Old Testament plays into that. Because they were talking to Jews, by the way, who knew the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, it was to basically uh, live out. Matter of fact, I don't know if you got your, your Bible, uh, but. I do. What do you need? If you would go to uh, Acts 2. All right. Um, um, start in verse 41 through 47. This, this is a description of the way the church was always intended to be and, and was mm. uh, as it started. So uh, 41 through 47, Acts chapter 2. Sure. Then those who gladly received his word were baptized. And that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Now all who believed were together and had all things in common and sold their possessions and goods and divided them among all as anyone had need. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. Yeah. So um, they were receiving his word. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the word, remember, was the Holy Spirit. Uh, remember in, in John six sixty three, he said, my words are spirit mm-hmm. and their life. Right. Uh, they're Christ himself. Uh, so they were receiving the wordness. You know, you would look at that as a what we call abiding, mm-hmm. um, understanding the relationship. Uh, they're walking with Christ, right? Uh, and that's definite. That's more than just hearing it, right? That is literally hearing it, putting it into practice, understanding, understanding it to the depths of their soul, and living it out. Yeah, yeah, and experiencing yeah. it, experiencing the life of it. Um, you know, and they they uh, they heard them speak. They were in fellowship. Uh, they. Mm-hmm. Uh, broke bread together, communion. Uh, they prayed together, and they, you know, praying by what do you have to say about this father? Um, and then through that, many signs and wonders were done. Mm-hmm. Um, if they had need together, they helped each other financially. Um, and then they uh, were th- it says of one accord, walking. This is this is the key uh, to what God is saying about the church. Is I want you to have one mind. It's really simple because. Mm-hmm. Every, every uh, person of that body, and, and he's thinking here of more, mostly small group fundamentally, um, you can get of one accord because you all have the Holy Spirit. Right. It's not negotiate something that is acceptable. It's work until you see and understand the will of God mm-hmm. in all the situations you got, the, the difficult things, the hard, hardships, the opportunities, uh, et cetera. Uh, and signs we, and wonders. We're going. Go ahead. Yeah. Can we just um, spin back to that for just a second and talk about? Um, a lot of times when people hear that, they think um, that the church should absolutely agree. Every individual member should absolutely agree on every little jot and tittle. Um, that's actually not what he's talking about when he's talking about being in one accord with the Holy Spirit. Can you blow that out just a little bit, just to give some clarity there? Yeah. Um, he Paul actually writes about this, uh, and we, we just finished a, a study um, at our retreat uh, in, in uh, Croatia uh, on grace. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about the difference between uh, differences of thought and unity. Yes. Um, and, and Paul writes about this in uh, Romans 14 through uh, 15. 
uh, and he says, um, uh, and we and we it was really fun because um, we I had everybody read it, and then I said, you know, do you notice anything about it? And they went into you know a variety of things, and I said, well, um, do you understand that he's talking about things that are not absolute? Mm-hmm. Um, I said there are things that are absolute that you really right. you really can't uh, carry a, a difference. You know, for example, salvation. Right. Uh, Christ said the only way to have relationship with me is you must uh, repent. Uh, understand that you're falling short. Um, the requirement is perfection, but I've taken care of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I offer you uh, eternal life if you receive me as my Lord and as your Lord and Savior. And mm-hmm. that's an absolute thing. So right. we can't, we couldn't be a church, for example, and say, well, and the, by the way, it's happening right now. Well, there's lots of ways to Christ. Um, right. And isn't that a good idea? Well, and they may be in unity with each other when they're saying that, but they're not yeah. in unity with the Holy Spirit or with what God's Word says. That's right. So that's an absolute. Yeah. Uh, abortion. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that in terms of stuff going on, but the uh, that's that's not a fuzzy thing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the issue of uh, marriage between a man and a woman. That's right. Not, that's not, not fuzzy. fuzzy yeah. uh, we'll talk. We'll talk about. Um, <laughs> transgender and all the different mm-hmm. foolishness that's going on that's not absolute so or that is right. absolute so those things um, are things to what does the word have to say and there are certain things that are absolute and, and just mm-hmm. say keep keep going with that um, and by the way the body that that understands that um, can invite people who say I don't I don't understand that or I don't agree with that mm-hmm. okay that's okay uh, let's get into the word together uh, and let me mm-hmm. help you with that. So people that, um, I've had people, usually through the discipling process, one of the questions that comes up is, well, God is love, so mm-hmm. doesn't people, don't people who are nice people go to heaven? Right. Um, and I say, well, and I could tell them no, or why don't we get in the Word right. and let the Word speak on its own, and then you got to come to your own conclusion about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Word is pretty clear on that. So there's absolutes. Right. But, but in most things, um, in a body of people, there are not absolutes. And Paul says, um, don't judge anybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't let people judge you. Uh, and stay of, of, of one accord where you're walking in the Spirit because this difference mm-hmm. isn't critical to the, right. life, to the life of God. So you can be of one accord and that one accord is truly just surrendered to God and His will and His purposes. Everyone seeking Him and what He desires. Right, right. And that um, then, um, if you if you see something different, and we've talked about it, like for and this is, we have a great example. We've been talking about it for the last you know year on, on Good Time, End Times Fridays, the Rapture. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of different thoughts about the rapture right. and, um, and scripture that could support any of them. And you could and you could even make yeah. a case for it. Um, but the truth is, and that that's an example of mm-hmm. because it's not absolute. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody can say it's absolute. It's well, I see and believe it's pre-trib rapture, or I see mm-hmm. and believe it's mid-trib rapture. And uh, okay, um, we can we can process the word together and and still think, well, I really believe it's this way or think it's this way. Mm-hmm. 
And I think, well, I think it's that way. Mm-hmm. And God says, interesting enough, um, if you allow me to guide you together, you can be of one accord mm-hmm. without agreeing on that point. Uh, yeah, so that's good. I think that is really useful to hear because I think that's hard for people to get their heads around. There's a lot of division within the big C church right now because of such things. Yeah, yeah. And particularly if, uh, and that's where the issue of judgment comes in, is that, mm-hmm. um, well, I believe this, and now I want everybody to believe it. And if mm-hmm. they don't believe it, I'm going to reject them or they can't be part of my group. And right. uh, he said division uh, is what causes uh, failure because that's the trick of the enemy. Um, right. is to bring division so that uh, in a body... And that warning, I think, of even in Proverbs of, you know, one who sows discord is an abomination to God. We want to be careful. <laughs> we want to be careful correct. about causing division, too, in that. Yeah, so the, the aspect of that is um, uh, a heart to um, keep seeking God together, have confirmation, mm-hmm. and God in that says that um, you can actually be together of one accord and have mm-hmm. differences of thought about certain application or certain uh, elements of life uh, that uh, you don't need to make absolute and therefore separate right. out as opposed to, he said, the unity is with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And the unity is based around um, uh, the aspect of respect and, right. and honor um, and uh, it, it does have discernment. So it's, it's not saying that you accept everything and just whatever you want is fine. Uh, but rather, um, uh, you know, particularly when you and I are working with people, uh, and usually it's around they're seeking God's will, mm-hmm. and they usually come at it with um, either a difference of opinion or a different thought or, hey, I think this is what I'm supposed to do. Um, just had a couple this uh, yesterday, actually, that I was dealing with, and um, they were talking about um, a big decision they're trying to make. And um, I asked the husband, you know, what, what's your thought about this? And he says, um, "Well, um, I'm pretty confident. I think this is this is what God wants to want." So mm-hmm. I'm getting, I got excited. I'm getting excited about this. I turned to the wife. I said, "What, what about you?" Yeah, she says, "I'm 50-50." Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, you know, do you know why? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Um, well, why don't you uh, process together? And, and I, and I asked, I said, if God said anything to you? <laughs> the guy says, well, yeah, actually, God told me to uh, uh, not uh, move forward on my plan, but rather seek his plan. I said, mm. that's it. Well, you know, way <laughs> to go. Um, and uh, I said, by the way, it doesn't mean that your plan isn't right. It's just a matter mm-hmm. of there's more to it. Um, And that through this difference, uh, my role will be to help confirm. And by Mm -hmm. the way, he'll confirm it together as you process uh, the different thoughts, the different ideas, until you both see uh, unity. Uh, And it's a a beautiful thing because you actually welcome what I call a diversity or welcome uh, different perspectives Mm -hmm. uh, based on our history, based on who we are, based on our personality, uh, based on our experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, you actually welcome that that you don't have to get um, for, I mean for a couple making a decision they do but for uh, a group of people we don't have to 
say we all have to agree on every single mm-hmm. point. That's what that's what you were trying to say is right. Um, we don't have to. We just have to agree on a few things that that you can abide in. You know, you abide, apart from Christ, you really can do, on the essentials, right? Yeah, <laughs> apart from Christ, you can do nothing. Well, we all need to agree agree on that, mm-hmm. uh, and that because that's one of those absolute truths. Yes. Uh, now people don't understand that, and they don't see it. I'm not sure about that. Okay, that's okay. Uh, let's walk together. Do you have a heart to go walk together? Mm-hmm. God, God will reveal to you some absolute truth, and then as you apply it, you know, a good one, for example, is um, um, how people abide. What you know, what they call abiding in the Word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is no system. Right. Um, I, we can't. And in fact, if you listen to our different guests, you see all kinds of different stories of what it looks like and i love that it, yeah. it paints a beautiful picture for how god relates so personally to each yeah. person so you you can't say um well uh, abiding is this mm-hmm. um it's your abiding is is there's a truth about it it's a relationship mm-hmm. connected to the vine that's uh, absolute yeah uh and apart from him you can do nothing you'll have no fruit uh but the how Mm-hmm. is going to be unique to you, and how do you do that? Now, it's going to involve the Word of God. It, it mm-hmm. is going to involve freedom with that and joy with that because uh, it's relationship and there's life there. But how you discover that life, you know, and I'm sure the way uh, you and Dan do it, the way Linda and I do it, uh, is way different. Uh, right because of the unique uh, element yeah. of us. And that's, I mean, that makes sense when you think about how different, like look at different marriages or different relationships you have with people too. Each one is characterized a little differently by the personalities that are involved as well. Yeah. And so it, it is a relationship. So it's gonna look a little different for each person. Yeah, yeah. And so when um, uh, when the church was of one accord, uh, and again, it's um, walking together in the unity of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. um, who by because of His nature, see, isn't bringing <laughs> isn't bringing judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's bringing invitation right. uh, to come and walk with me and have joy with me. Yeah, what happens? Well, they they had signs and wonders. Uh, they had mir- miracles happen, mm-hmm. uh, which God then bear witness, you know, to it uh, that it is true. And if you go over to um, uh, Acts chapter. Uh, four. Um, let's see here. Oh yeah, here we go. Go to uh, four twenty-three mm-hmm. uh, uh, through uh, uh, twenty-four. Sure. And being let go, they went to their own companions and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. So when they heard that, they raised their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, you are God who made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them. And then go down to verse 31. Uh, uh, just to verse 31? Uh, actually, uh, reading? Uh, no, just do, uh, do 29 through 31. This is, okay. uh, they've uh, uh, spoke, spoke about what, what God had said to them. And now here's what happened. Verse 29 yeah, through I 31. Love, this is part of my favorite. Um, now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Yep. Uh, so that they were one accord. Mm-hmm. Uh, they asked the, the Father to do mir- miracles. Uh and confirm 
the mm -hmm. word. Um, and then when when they had prayed that, they were, you know, it was a, basically an earthquake, and they're all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. So that they're, mm -hmm. they're uh, and they were bearing witness. Uh, one other thing just to understand about the essence of the church is uh, go to uh, Hebrews chapter 2 and read verses uh, uh, 2 through uh, 4. Two to four, Hebrews two. All right, it says, For if the word spoken through angels proved steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed by those who heard him? God also bearing witness both with signs and wonders, with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. Yeah, he says... Um, Part of salvation, and the word mm -hmm. there is wholeness, being made whole by God, um, the life of God. So salvation uh, in Scripture is not defined really ever as a transaction. Mm -hmm. uh, it's never just a ticket to heaven. It's uh, not a once and done thing. Yeah. It, it's a life of living out the abundant, super abundant life that Christ has for you now, the covenant life, which is actually we're, we're in the study right now, uh, of blessed to be a blessing. Uh, mm -hmm. to receive the life of God. Uh, so he said, don't neglect that by being open to God bearing witness with signs and wonders, miracles, and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his will so that um, the church is intended uh, to focus on it. Where first of all, we do have the word. And the, the word, mm -hmm. what we call the word is the Bible, mm -hmm. uh, logos, Old and New Testament. Um, everything is, is uh, profitable for teaching and and doctrine and uh, uh, for our living, it's all true. Uh, mm -hmm. So he said, uh, as I, as you invite people to that, uh, to receive it, and I'll, I'll tell the story uh, actually uh, uh, in our session on the 15th about what, what happened when we invited people to that over in Croatia. Mm -hmm. um, but we invite that to that, uh, and then God says, I'm gonna bear witness with miracles mm -hmm. to prove it that it's not theology, it's life. Mm -hmm. uh, and the church, you know, as, as we've just kind of laid it out, is uh, come together, mm -hmm. have a heart with honor and respect to pursue the spirit of one accord and get into the word and let God bear witness through us because of our affection for each other, because of our respect right. for each other, um, the power of the word, and it says in Acts there back in, in 247, daily, mm -hmm. God added people. Right. Okay, now think about that. Why, <laughs> why would people join anything? Because they saw what they wanted, too. Yeah. They, they saw something different. They saw the love of God, uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So um, they got excited about, well, your life is different. Mm -hmm. And things are happening for you. Supernatural stuff is happening for you. Um, I would like to be part of that. Could I join? Mm -hmm. And, of course, they would say, yes, come and join. Uh, they would treat people with honor and respect and then expect the people to join with honor and respect and get into that same place of being of one accord. Right. Um, and if you're of one accord, you have love, you have joy, you have peace, uh, you have freedom, and you have supernatural. Mm -hmm. um, and think about that life, which you and I have experienced in our groups, 
which is why Living Waters Ministry, you know, we've got uh, 24 couple leaders and now uh, uh, actually a new single, uh, Tawanda, is going to join us. Um, ah. Uh, so that's going to be exciting. Um, but um, we've been growing, growing, growing over the years mm-hmm. because of uh, we live out the essence of the church. Right. Every time we get together, like we just did in Croatia, uh, it's thrilling, exciting, fun, mm-hmm. uh, joyful, um, and we see supernatural stuff happen. Um, right. And because of it, um, we're enjoying the body of Christ, and we're staying true mm-hmm. to what God has invited us to. Um, and He said that's what the church was supposed to be. And then, and then, you know, when He goes to Revelation uh, again in chapters uh, two and three, um, He He said, "I'm going to I'm going to describe to you the seven churches, so that." Um, um, in verse uh, chapter two, he talks to the church of Ephesus. Uh, he says, right. "And first, you know, four have left this. I have this against you that you left your first love, and you've fallen away from the uh, the life of of abiding uh, in uh, Smyrna." Um, mm-hmm. uh, he says, um, uh, "I don't have anything against you, and you're being persecuted, but uh, stay strong, uh, as as I know you will." Um, and uh, uh, you know, do do not have any fear because you'll you'll be faithful. Uh, the next one, Pergamos, uh, he says, I have I have things against you. You have you have those who hold the doctrine of Balaam, uh, mm-hmm. who basically is uh, false uh, prophets, um, and you're you know committing immorality uh, against me because you're not faithful to me, um, and you are uh, holding on to rules. Uh, and, uh, and then he goes to Thyatira and he says. Um, I have a few things against you. Uh, you are allowing Jezebel, who controls stuff, to come mm-hmm. and lead you, and um, and she's uh, run, ruining your church. Uh, then in verse uh, uh, chapter three, uh, Sardis, uh, he says, uh, "You think you're alive, but you're dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you're not. Uh, you're not living out the life you know that I have. So you look like a church, but you're not." Uh, right. Phil- Philadelphia, um, uh, he says. Um, uh, some you've allowed some that are of the synagogue of Satan to come in and uh, distract you, and you you've gone to uh, compromise. Uh, then the lukewarm church, Laodicea, which we talked about the last time, is uh, you know you're neither hot nor cold. I wish you I wish you were uh, either one. Um, and if I was you, you know, come back to uh, letting me give you you know life again. So mm-hmm. um, it's interesting as you as you speak about all that. It reminds me I've heard before that Acts two is the honeymoon phase of the church. And that revelation is what happens down the road, you know, the kind of when the honeymoon phase wears off, then the real stuff kicks in. <laughs> and, and, you know, where have you drifted? And and drift is really at the core of a lot of this, is when our eyes aren't fixed, we drift. Yeah, well, um, think of why, uh, even in a marriage, you know, which we say, okay, you're in your honeymoon phase, but hey, you'll get to reality soon. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what you're saying is that in the flesh, uh, self-centeredness mm-hmm. starts to dominate. Right. Um, and we have to be intentional against that. That, yeah. that doesn't just happen, that we stay in this honeymoon phase. You have to fight for and, and stay intentional in, in, in actually feeding that relationship and nourishing that relationship. Yeah, because, um, again, what happens is even in the honeymoon is 
you know, when people love each other, uh, they fall in love basically emotionally and physically. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of ignore any major differences at all. And, hey, I, I want to be with you. Well, then when you're with somebody all the time, mm-hmm. you start to realize, oh, wait a minute, uh, there's flaws. Right. Um, and I don't like those flaws. I'm going to try to change those flaws. And you go from that beautiful excitement to now I, I actually have a hard time being with you, including mm-hmm. it can go ultimately to separation and divorce. Well, uh, the life of God actually says, um, um, I don't want the honeymoon to be your best days. Right. I want you as you get older and older and older to have sweeter and sweeter, sweeter life because you go to one accord. Mm-hmm. Uh, you learn what it means to walk with me and let me give you that life so that the church um, can look like, well, that's where it goes to, but it doesn't have to. Right, uh, right. Uh, it's it's about your heart. Like, we, you know, we've been in a ministry now going on 22 years, and, and um, our groups are sweeter and sweeter and sweeter. Um, mm-hmm. It's more and more exciting because we don't, we've really focused on uh, the life of God in the body of one accord, and mm-hmm. we, we work at not allowing division in and making right. sure that we don't get to the flesh. We stay in the Holy Spirit, which is what we're up to. Right. Uh, so uh, when he talks about these churches, he said, he says, it saddens me mm-hmm. that you've drifted to these places. And by the way, the remedy for all of them is what does he say? Repent. Repentance, Repent, which again is just turn around and come right back. And come back. And let and me restore it let, and move on. <laughs> let me restore you to the Acts 2 church mm-hmm. that is my heart for everybody to be right. living because that's how I'm going to be known right. You know, in the world. Well, and I even think it's sweet, like when you think about that as we talk about the Acts 2 church kind of being that honeymoon phase and then this um, being what happens when you neglect, when you're not intentional in, in nurturing that relationship and staying with him. Um, I think it's interesting, you know, he calls the church his bride, right? you know, and so you even see that um, play out in these two things that, that we as the church, you know, we're his bride. And so there's, there is this call to look different in how we relate to him, right. you know? Yeah. So the um, aspect of uh, what he says, and you know, this is why Revelation is such an important book, is that he actually gets into this aspect of it and says, um, I'm asking everybody of the body to evaluate, mm-hmm. you know, where are you and um, look at what things I have against you, which is basically really simple is you're in the mm-hmm. flesh, just just in different forms. You're not experiencing me and allowing me mm-hmm. to bring you joy, to bring you peace and to do supernatural things that will reflect to the world that it's true and they'll want to join you as well. Right. Um, so one of the things you're talking about here is, oh, sorry, I'm knocking my camera all around. Um, but one of the things you're talking about here is having a heart that is surrendered and open to reprove and correction as well. Right. Um, and I think that's an important thing to talk about even as is just that posture of, yeah, I think a lot of times we think, we let the we let culture even tell us and we believe the lies of the enemy that we've gone too far to come back or that god will never forgive or that if i go and i surrender to him the correction the reprove is going to be so harsh that i don't want to endure that so i'd rather stay on my ugly path i'm on you know there's all these lies that we feed into that Um, but that's not what correction and reprove looks like when it's out of love no no well it's just there's a uh, difference there yeah the beauty is repentance is is, uh, just Mm -hmm. come on back and if you have a heart to come back, 
uh, particularly, and this can be true of a small group, uh, hey, just seek me together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll do the work of bringing you to unity, and all you have to do is have a heart to go. Don't go fix. Right. Don't go fix something, but rather come and let me guide you, walk you into mm-hmm. the joy. And have now you, that may have, require some steps of obedience. Well, but they're yeah. going to be ones he's going to lead and empower. Yeah. Well, the key step of obedience would be to learn to obe- learn to abide. <laughs> right. That, exactly. Uh, if you can learn that, everything else is going to is going to follow. Well, we're at our end of our time here. We uh, we had a cool time talking about the church and uh, uh, knowing that uh, the end. You know, he describes things at the end, and basically, like you said, is inviting us uh, to reform up. Um, even within a church, you know, because we we've defined the church as a as an organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, God defines it as a group of people, right? Uh, so that your small group, particularly, or your community, what we call a remnant community, or those that have a heart to go, you can be that is the church with the, even within an organizational church. Mm-hmm. But God says, you know, come together, get your small group together, start to abide together, and let me show you the beauty of life. Uh, and and all you got to do is is repent don't go fix something just come, just come and live with him so mm-hmm. that it'll it'll be quite a fun thing excellent <laughs> well thank you so much for sharing as always it's a joy love when we get together and have these conversations yeah. and thank you for joining us everyone and uh, have a great weekend and we will see you on monday yep we'll see you then <laughs> thank you for joining us for today's episode of come and see your podcast for truth in a world of chaos Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.